It's Monday, June 26, 2023. I'm Gloria Moraga, political woman. It may be the beginning of the end for Putin's Russia. Nobody knows. And CNN gets the audio first. Let's play the tape. These are bad, sick people. That, but, was, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started they, right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying Millie, to overthrow yeah. your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. Mm. Wait a minute. Let's see here. <laughs> Yeah. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm -hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. But look, look at this. You attack and... Hillary would print that out all the time, you know. She'd send, it, no, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah, yeah. The pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying, because we were talking about it. <laughs> And you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what? He's in the papers. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out. A, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified yeah. it. Now I can't. You know, but this is. Yeah, now, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, it's so. I'm look. We here and I have. A, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, I believe It's incredible, right? No, they, hey, bring they some, uh, bring some cokes in, please. In case you missed it, I'll quote. Trump says, see, as president, I could have declassified it. Laughter from a dumb person in the room. Trump says, now I can't, you know, but this is still a secret. More laughter, dumb staffer says, now we have a problem. Wow. The audio you just heard was obtained by CNN. They shared it on Monday. It is a conversation that was obtained by special counsel Jack Smith and his team, and it is quoted in the classified documents indictment of Donald Trump. Now, Trump has made various excuses on why he kept all those documents in his basement, in the ballroom, in the bathroom, in the storage room. The documents are not Trump's, even though he called them my documents, mine, mine. The documents belong to the people of the United States, and they belong in the National Archives. Now, one of his excuses for keeping the documents is that I can. I have a legal right to. I declassified them all. The audio that CNN obtained shows he did not classify them all. Nor can he. And he knows it. He admits it. <sighs> 
Now, will his supporters care? No. They're most likely still going to support him. It's madness. You know I don't believe in polls, but a new poll shows Trump is more popular than ever. People don't like Biden, and they like Trump. I don't get it. I don't understand. And someone said, well, people are angry. Angry about what? Angry about what? Yet we're all in the same boat together. We've all had to deal with high prices. We've all had to deal with what's been going on in this country the last few years. I don't get why people are so unhappy that they're turning to Trump thinking he's going to solve all their problems when Joe Biden is doing a great job. I don't understand why they believe all the lies. So I wasn't going to lead with this. I was going to lead with Russia. But since I'm on Trump, let's just continue. Trump's legal troubles. Here's an update. The January 6th insurrection investigation. NBC News is reporting that at least five, maybe six, Secret Service agents have testified before the federal grand jury looking into the January 6th insurrection. Now, legal experts are predicting that that investigation may be wrapping up and we may see indictments soon. That means that the insurrection case may be charged before the state of Georgia election tampering case against Trump. That case, something's supposed to happen in that case, in July or August. And it's almost July, folks. It's just right around the corner. Now, how is Trump paying for all these potential trials? Well, he, he did go through one, the E. Jean Carroll trial, and it's not over because he turned right around and defamed her again, and so she's suing him again. How's he paying for the trials? How is he paying for all these attorneys? Trump and all the money. This is a report from the New York Times, and it has the answer to that question. I'm calling this Trump and all your money. Not that I think that any MAGA people listen to my podcast. The money from all the people who can't really afford it, but donate to Trump anyway. That's where he's getting the money to pay for these trials. Now, here's a quote from the New York Times, quote, facing multiple intensifying investigations, former President Donald J. Trump has quietly begun diverting more of the money he is raising away from his 2024 presidential campaign and into a political action committee that he has used to pay his personal legal fees. That's why he keeps going around saying, quote, I'm fighting this fight for you. They're going after me, but they're really going after you. Now, that is a lie. This is a grift. He's stealing your money. He's not using it to run for office. He's diverting the money, and he's using it to deal with all the crimes he has committed throughout his life, but especially recently that he committed when he was president and right after he was president. Back to the Times, quote, 
the change, which happened in February or March of this year, went unannounced except in the fine print of his online disclosures. And it raises fresh questions about how Donald Trump is paying for his mounting legal bills, which could run into millions of dollars as he prepares for at least two criminal trials. The other question, according to the Times, is whether his PAC, Save America, is facing a financial crunch. Based on fundraising figures announced by his campaign, the fine print maneuver may have diverted at least $1.5 million to Save America. The existence of that group, that scam, when he gets all the little donations from people who are just blind and belong to a cult. The existence of that group, Save America, has allowed Trump to have his small donors pay for his legal expenses rather than paying for them himself, end quote. Wake up, people. Wake up. I know you all say, oh, we don't believe that. We don't believe those newspapers. Da, 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 da. It's true. The Times broke this story, but I'm sure the Wall Street Journal will pick it up and others in the Wall Street Journals owned by the people who own Fox News. Wake up. It's your money. Stop giving it to this grifter. Okay, it's almost a pleasure to move on to Russia. Not really, but after talking about Trump, anything's better. Root canal, going to the dentist. I hate the dentist. A short-lived coup in Russia. And even though it seemed to be over for a few hours, the two men on both sides of this threat spoke today, Monday, June 26, 2023. The men, Russian President Vladimir Putin, and one of his oligarchs and leader of the mercenary group Wagner, Yevgeny Pogosian. Pogosian. Now, Americans may remember Pogosian as the financier of the Internet Research Agency, the Russian, quote, troll farm, unquote, that the Justice Department named in a 2018 indictment over interference in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. What he did with his troll farm is he weaponized social media to destroy the United States. And of course, Putin put him up to this. He's a terrorist. He runs this mercenary group that are killers of children. They kill and maim and torture for money in various parts of the world. And they interfered in our most sacred elections. Back to these two men. These two horrible men. You don't even know who to root for? I, I don't know. Internal tensions between Prigozhin and 
Russian military leaders have been simmering for months. Prigozhin believed that leadership failures within the military were the, the fault of these generals and that the generals were blaming him and his mercenaries, his group of fighters, which fight viciously. Well, what other kind of fighting is there? Pogosian accused these generals of not giving him ammunition and blamed them for his fighters, the mercenaries, dying in Ukraine. Pogosian has criticized the generals, and over the weekend he snapped. He went on social media, and he issued a statement, and he sent a convoy of his tanks and fighters to Moscow. Putin spoke up. He slammed the so-called coup attempt, and then... Pogosian pulled back and said he was leaving the country and pulled his troops back. And then it seemed to be over, but it wasn't. Today, Pogosian spoke out in a rambling audio message. Then Putin addressed the nation, and according to experts who know Putin, he was extremely angry. Now, I was listening to the translation. So I lost the whole angry part because the translator was not angry. The translator was just repeating the words. But then I went and found the speech with subtitles without the translator. And yep, Putin is angry. He called what's been happening this last weekend a difficult test for the homeland. And he angrily called on the insurrectionists, the fighters, Pagosian's men to go home, leave the country, or join the Russian army. Now, experts say Putin is not a forgiving man, and Pagosian's probably gonna meet his demise sometime soon. Yeah, Putin looked angry, and here's why it matters to me and you and everybody else in the world. Putin controls the most nuclear weapons in the world. I mean, honestly, if he's really angry, if he's threatened, if he's backed into a corner, who knows what he might do? I mean, we could all die. This is a really big deal. This is something that is just rare and historic and huge. Now, I posted on this story all weekend on TikTok and YouTube. Please follow me there for the latest information on what's going on in the world. I appreciate that. Here at home on Capitol Hill, the impeachment vote explained. Yep, the impeachment vote. Now, this is from Jamie Dupree, a very good friend of mine and the writer of Regular Order. It's a newsletter, a political newsletter. Jamie covers Capitol Hill. He's great. He knows everything that's going on there. And I'm going to quote him. Impeachment. House GOP leaders successfully sidestepped a vote on an impeachment resolution against President Biden. This happened on Thursday, June 22nd. Now, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was opposed to this resolution. He was opposed to this vote, but he clearly has no control over the MAGA arm of the GOP House. 
So here's what happened. It was Congresswoman Lauren Boebert from Colorado who was behind the resolution that called for the Biden impeachment. Now, this is an impeachment without any hearings, without any discussion, without any facts. Boebert rushed to bring the vote to the floor. Why? She wanted to beat her ultra-right rival, Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia, who also wants to impeach Biden. Why? Oh, no reason. You know, they are trying to get revenge for Trump. If anything, Trump's behind this. But they want to get revenge, hurt Biden for Trump because Trump was impeached twice for things that he did. And now he has been criminally indicted twice. Green had prepared her own articles of impeachment. But oh, Bobert, she rushed to do this even though McCarthy was trying to stop her. And then here's a quote. The country got a glimpse of the radical right in disarray, as Green called Bobert a little bitch for her alleged act of plagiarism for striking against Biden first. Yep. One congresswoman called another congresswoman the B-word. I just despair. What the hell is going on in this country? What is going on? Who votes for these people? And the speaker? Well, he's worthless. I mean, he didn't even want to bring this to the floor for a vote. He had no control over it. None. So what he did was he got his group of not-so-crazy Republicans, even though I think they're all doomed, he used some rules to send the Boebert plan to two committees for further review. So it has to make it through two congressional committees before it can come back to the floor. So it's not over. It's postponed. When you listen to Boebert and her allies, they vow that this is just the start of their political crusade against Joe Biden. Now, here's why McCarthy didn't want to go here and do this. McCarthy wanted to protect 18 House Republicans who represent districts Joe Biden carried in 2020. He doesn't want them to go on the record being involved with this impeachment for impeaching a president who's done nothing. Joe Biden has not done anything to be impeached. So McCarthy was trying to act for the good of Republican lawmakers who barely won their seats. But the two women don't care. They didn't give a damn about their Republican colleagues. So there was some nasty floor action. Eventually, McCarthy convinced Republicans to send the impeachment articles to the committees. And those people that are vulnerable could be put at risk of winning re-election if the Democrats would ever learn how to campaign against these people, which they don't seem to know how to do. Santos.
It was a really bad week last week for Congressman George Santos. The House Ethics Committee has launched an investigation. Now, usually the Ethics Committee stands down from an investigation of a lawmaker if that member has been indicted and Santos has been indicted. This way, the House Committee does not get in the way of the feds but not this time, not on Santos. And like, why are they doing this? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking they just want to give the feds a bad time. But on the other hand, maybe they want to get rid of Santos. The committee says it has issued over 30 subpoenas and is working to complete the Santos probe in an expeditious time frame, quote. The panel has voted to look at charges from a federal indictment that Santos fraudulently obtained unemployment benefits. I mean, this guy, honestly. Biden. Biden really is just going along. He was going along over the weekend with allies and our friends around the world watching the Russia situation. He... um is doing things quietly. He got a, another, remember the railroad strike? Um, this happened a couple of days ago. He tweeted about it tonight and someone said, well, this already happened a couple of days ago, but they issued a statement thanking Biden. He got them uh, paid medical leave. It was one of the, the big sticking points that uh, railroad road workers went on strike for. And the uh, railroad companies quietly gave those workers that didn't have paid medical leave, medical leave. So way to go, Biden. During all this Russia stuff today, Biden announced $42 billion to expand high-speed internet access in this country, countrywide. So people who don't have internet access will have it. This is going to help 88.5 million families and businesses. It is the largest ever federal push to help people without high-speed internet access. Largest campaign ever. Way to go, Joe. The funding comes from the infrastructure bill. My favorite bill, the infrastructure bill is what is going to help pay for this project. Whoop, 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 way to go, Joe. Thank you. Because we all need free internet or more internet. It's a matter of life and death now. Guns, guns. Remember those pistol braces? This was one of the questions at the fake Trump town hall. I'm quoting, in a surprise outcome, the United States Senate defeated a House-passed plan to overturn a federal rule regulating so-called pistol braces, which allow you to shoot a high-powered weapon with one hand. Yeah, because that's what we need more than anything. Thanks, House of Representatives. The vote was straight along party lines, 50 to 49, against the bill. One Democrat, Coons Adelaide, was absent, but get this. Joe Manchin 
who's like always on the fence, refusing to go along with Democrats. He voted against the repeal. Finally, he did something smart. How on earth can Republicans look at our nation's gun violence and think the right answer is to make these accessories easier to own? That is a quote from Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer. Finally, you know, I missed saying Happy Father's Day to everybody. Uh, I just, I don't even, I thought it was this Sunday, but it was last Sunday. (sighs) Yeah, I missed it. My dad, I've talked about him before in uh, my communications videos, but I wanted to talk about him in this video, this podcast. He was an alcoholic. He was a horrible husband, not a great father either. He drank, and it was not good. He um, passed a number of years ago. He lived with me the last eight years of his life when the ravages of drink and the abuse of his body had really begun to take its toll. He was 84, I think, when he passed. So I know what addiction looks like. My dad is not the only relative that I'm close to who has struggled with addiction. I won't name who else because of privacy reasons. I'm I'm not alone. Millions of Americans have the same struggle. The fentanyl crisis is killing us, you know, but we are America and we are all in this together and we need to fight it together, which brings me to Hunter Biden. I thought about my dad and I thought about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden on Father's Day. This is a private message from President Biden to his son. It was a voice message that was leaked by scum, by Fox News scum. It was an attempt to discredit Biden, but you know what? It didn't. It made me and others love Biden all the more. Here's the message, quote, It's dad, the president says in the message and he sounds near tears. I'm calling to tell you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. You gotta get some help. I don't know what to do. I know you don't either, but I'm here. No matter what you need, no matter what you need, I love you. Later, Hunter Biden wrote, Quote, Dad saved me, Hunter wrote in his memoir, Beautiful Things, adding, left on my own, I'm certain I would not have survived. Hunter Biden, like so many other Americans, like my dad, like other relatives I love so much, struggled with addiction to drugs and alcohol, just like my dad. But Hunter Biden has been used as a political pawn by all the MAGAs who support Trump. Trump, a man who's broken the law and abused women again and again and again. When Hunter Biden was down and out at his worst, he didn't pay taxes, all the taxes that he needed to pay. You know, when you're on drugs, paying taxes is like your your last worry. Uh Uh-huh. 
Last week, Hunter Biden took a plea deal for tax evasion. He pled guilty to two tax misdemeanors and possession of a firearm. Now, Republicans were livid, even though Hunter Biden has never run for office. Hunter Biden has not been a candidate. Hunter Biden is just Joe Biden's son, a man like so many other men who has struggled with addiction. So Republicans were livid about this plea deal, that it was a sweetheart deal. Legal experts say that the deal was harsher than other people have gotten. So they're angry because Donald Trump refused to turn over his documents. Donald Trump could have taken a plea deal. Donald Trump wouldn't even be in trouble right now if he had turned over the documents. That's it. That's all they wanted. They tried and they tried. Now, the federal investigation into Hunter Biden and his laptop and all that is ongoing, according to federal investigators. But right now, at this point in time, in June of 2023, there is no evidence that President Biden did anything wrong. He might have made some mistakes with his son, but anybody who's got children knows how easy that is. Here's what gets me. Here's why I'm talking about this. What happened with Hunter and Joe Biden could have helped everyone in this country understand the pain and the suffering you go through when a loved one is on drugs or alcohol. This could have been a powerful leadership moment or a moment for our country and for the president and his son. But we haven't evolved as a country or a people. We've slid so far back under Trump that we haven't evolved enough to talk about the horrible, horrible ravages of drug and alcohol addiction in this country and so many other things, the racism that's going on and how sometimes I just truly believe that the love of Trump is love of racists love of racism. And so, my friends, once again, I say, this is why we all need to vote. We need to vote to solve these problems, to stop the hate and stop the stupidity of two women calling each other names on the House floor fighting over impeachment of one of the best presidents in the history of this country. People don't like Joe Biden. I don't understand why. I know it's a burden. I'm smart and not everybody is as smart as me. This is a joke, okay? I'm joking, but we have to stop this madness and work on finding real life solutions to America's problems. Who knows what's going to happen with Russia? We need to be a strong democracy. We need to be a strong republic in this country and support one another before it's too late, before we lose our democracy and more. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. I vote. Please follow me on TikTok, YouTube. Please subscribe. I love you. Be safe. 